This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord with Jeffrey Lord. By the time you hear this, the Reagan Alumni Association, of which I am a charter member, will have gathered at the Heritage Foundation to raise a birthday glass of cheer to our old boss, whose 112th birthday was February 6th. I'll discuss our 40th president in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about MyPillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to be worn indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede. And for a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new My Slippers. The My Slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all of MyPillow products, including those fabulous Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and the MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code Jeff. Now, as I said, by now my colleagues and I have heard from my American Spectator colleague Paul Kenger, the historian and political science professor, talk about the president, President Reagan, and the various challenges he faces the nation's 40th commander-in-chief. In addition to his work at the American Spectator and as a professor of political science at Grove City College in Pennsylvania, Paul is a prolific writer and author and has found time to write not one but several Reagan books. Those books would be a Pope, a Pope and a President, John Paul II, Ronald Reagan, and the Extraordinary Untold Story of the 20th Century, Eleven Principles of a Reagan Conservative, God and Ronald Reagan, A Spiritual Life, The Crusader with Ronald Reagan and the Fall of Communism, and Writing with Robert Orlando, The Divine Plan, John Paul II, Ronald Reagan, and the Dramatic End of the Cold War. All of which is to say that our, my friend Dr. Paul Kenger is a thoroughgoing scholar of President Ronald Reagan, his life, his presidency, and his policies. For Reagan alumni, there is still the memory, I must say, of just how the now venerated 40th president was greeted when he arrived on the American political scene. As I noted back in the Stone Age of 2015, when I wrote a column about the idea that, yes, Donald Trump could win, as opposed to his critics who said he could never win the presidency, I noted what was said about Ronald Reagan in the day. Let me read you some of these examples and try not to laugh. Here's the New York Times. Reagan's candidacy is, quote, patently ridiculous, unquote. The New York Times again, quote, the astonishing thing is that this amusing but frivolous Reagan fantasy is taken so seriously by the news media and particularly by President Gerald Ford. It makes a lot of news, but it makes no sense. The New Republic. Ronald Reagan, to me, wrote this critic, is still the posturing, essentially mindless and totally unconvincing candy man that he's been, in my opinion, ever since I watched his first try for the Republican nomination evaporate in Miami in 1968. The New Republic again. 
Reagan is Goldwater revisited. He is a divisive factor in the party, end quote. Harper's Magazine, quote, that he should be regarded as a serious candidate for president is a shame and an embarrassment for the country at large to swallow, unquote. The Chicago Daily News said, quote, the trouble with Reagan, of course, is that his positions on the major issues are cunningly phrased nonsense, irrationality conceived and hair-raising in their potential mischief. Here comes Barry Goldwater again, only more so, and at this stage another such debacle could sink the GOP so deep it might never recover, unquote. Time magazine weighed in, saying, quote, Republicans now must decide whether Reagan represents a conservative wave of the future or is just another Barry Goldwater calling on the party to mount a hopeless crusade against the 20th century, unquote. Newsweek magazine said, Ronald Reagan is a man whose mind and nerve and mediagenic style have never been tested in presidential politics and may not be adequate to the trial, unquote. National Review, a conservative magazine, I would remind, said, quote, Reagan's image remains inchoate. At the outset of his campaign, his image is largely that of the role-playing actor, pleasant on stage, but ill-equipped for the real world behind, beyond the footlights. Reagan does not yet predict the pre- project the presidential image. He is not seen as a serious man, unquote. The Manchester Union leader, also a conservative publication, this one in New Hampshire, said Reagan, quote, lacks the charisma and conviction needed to win. And Pravda, the official newspaper of the Communist Soviet Union, said that Reagan is, quote, a dinosaur from the Cold War. It is strange that there are still fish in the sea that are tempered by this putrid bait. And as I wrote in 2015, that was just a sample from the media. Then there were the views of those stalwarts of the Republican Party establishment. Here's a sample. The Ripon Society said, quote, the nomination of Ronald Reagan would McGovernize the Republican Party, unquote. Republican Vice President Nelson Rockefeller, the longtime Republican governor of New York, dismissed Ronald Reagan as, quote, a minority of a minority who has been taking some extreme positions, unquote. New York's Republican Senator Jacob Javits said that Reagan's positions are, quote, so extreme that they would alter our country's very economic and social structure and our place in the world to such a degree as to make our country's place at home and abroad as we know it a thing of the past, unquote. Illinois Republican Senator Charles Percy said Reagan's candidacy was, quote, foolhardy, unquote, and would lead to a, quote, crushing defeat for the Republican Party. It could signal, he said, the beginning of the end of our party as an effective force in American political life. And there was former President Gerald Ford who said, I hear more and more often that we don't want and can't afford to have a replay of 1964. If the Republican Party nominated Ronald Reagan, it would be an impossible situation because Reagan is perceived as a most conservative Republican. A very conservative Republican can't win in a national election. When he was asked by the New York Times if that meant Ford thought Reagan can't win, period, Ford replied, that's right. The Times story went on to observe that the former President Ford thought, quote, Mr. Reagan would be a sure loser in November and that Reagan held extreme and too simple views. Unquote. My, 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 how wrong they are, were. So here we are in 2023, and safe to say, as Paul Kanger's numerous books make vividly clear, Ronald Reagan is today venerated as a genuine American hero 
for acting on his belief that the decades-old Cold War should and could be won. As the famous story goes, in a 1977 conversation, Richard Allen, Dick Allen, who was Reagan's future national security advisor when he finally did make the White House, asked Reagan for his view of what to do with the Cold War. And Reagan replied, quote, My idea of American policy toward the Soviet Union is simple, and some would say simplistic. It is this. We win and they lose. What do you think of that? Unquote. Four years later, holding his first presidential press conference days after his inauguration, the new President Reagan was asked by ABC's Sam Donaldson for his views on dealing with the Communist Soviet Union. The question was this. Here is Sam Donaldson. Mr. President, what do you see as the long-range intentions of the Soviet Union? Do you think, for, ex for instance, the Kremlin is bent on world domination that might lead to a continuation of the Cold War? Or do you think that under other circumstances, detente is possible? Unquote. President Reagan replied this way, and I've seen this. <laughs> there were audible gasps from the assembled White House press corps when he gave his answer. And his answer was this, quote, well... So far, detente's been a one-way street that the Soviet Union has used to pursue its own aims. I don't have to think of an answer as to what I think their intentions are. They have repeated them. I know of no leader of the Soviet Union since the revolution, and including the present leadership, that has not more than once repeated in the various communist congresses they hold their determination that their goal must be the promotion of world revolution and a one-world socialist or communist state, whichever word you want to use. Now, as long as they do that, and as long as they, at the same time, have openly and publicly declared that the only morality they recognize is what will further their cause, meaning they reserve unto themselves the right to commit any crime, to lie, to cheat, in order to obtain that, and that is moral, not immoral, and we operate on a different set of standards. I think when you do business with them, even at a detente, you must keep that in mind, unquote. It was that determination that would, against the so-called wisdom of the so-called experts in foreign policy of the day, win the Cold War and win it without, as the Prime Minister, former Prime Minister Lady Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher said at his funeral, without firing a shot. One would suggest, without much hope, that President Joe Biden would recall that wisdom as he deals with communist China. But don't bet the ranch. The bottom line in all of this is that as President Reagan's 112th birthday of February 6, 1911, was celebrated by his soldiers in the Reagan Revolution, it was remembered how he was airily dismissed as a serious presidential candidate and just how wrong the political, quote, experts, unquote, not to mention establishment Republicans of the day, were. Today, as reported in the Washington Post recently, 26 American states have everything from highways to schools, parks, a medical center, a federal courthouse, and more named for them. This includes the U.S. Navy's aircraft carrier USS Ronald Reagan, not to mention Virginia's Reagan-Washington National Airport, and the Reagan Building that sits astride Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington, D.C., President Reagan has come a very long way in American history, with Paul Kenger and others documenting in detail just how and why. So, let me end by saying, happy birthday, Mr. President. The soldiers of the Reagan Revolution, a tad older to be sure, gathered together and raised a glass in honor of your birthday. Somewhere, 
we know you are smiling. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views, and I'll see you next time.